Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about dogs in your pool. I'm going to talk to you about dog swimming in your pool, as well as some of those dogs you may face on your route that may not be as friendly. I'll give you some tips on how to handle that, and also how to handle dogs that swim in the pool. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So dogs are definitely a big part of a customer's backyard and a definitely a big part of the family. And so, of course, a lot of dogs will actually swim in the pool. But there are, of course, a lot of aspects when you're talking about dogs in the backyard. There's also small dogs, which you got to be careful of because they could fall in the pool and drown. This is very common I've had small dogs drown before, not while I was at the account, but customers had told me their dog drowned in the pool, which is really sad. Um, But then there are the dogs that have no problem in the water, your Labradors, Golden Retrievers that will swim all day long, and these dogs swimming in the pool will definitely foul up the water pretty badly. There's some things you can do to help mitigate some of the problems you're going to encounter with dogs swimming in the pool. One thing I highly recommend is using an enzyme product if you have any kind of animal swimming in the pool. Their skin has a lot of oil in it, mainly because they're naturally made that way so that they can the water doesn't stick to their coat. So all these extra oils on the dog's body will of course come out in the pool as they're swimming. And it's not uncommon to see a very black scum line on the water line of your pool if you have multiple dogs swimming or just one large dog swimming in your pool. This could be a problem. Another thing that I run into also, besides the scum line on the pool, is that the dog hair will clog up the pump basket, the skimmer basket. It'll clog up the automatic cleaner. I've had cleaners where the gears were clogged up with dog hair. There was so much dog hair in the pool that the cleaner gears got clogged up. So be aware that the hair is a major problem. It's going to clog your pool skimmer basket, pump basket, One way to prevent it from going into the pump basket is to get a skimmer sock or skimmer saver. This is a cloth material uh, device that goes into your skimmer basket. It'll sit in there and it looks like a pantyhose type material. And this will prevent the dog hair from going into the pool pump. A lot of times when the dog hair gets into the pump basket, it'll lodge itself right at the area at the back of the pump basket where the impeller is located and then the pool can't pull the water correctly because all that dog hair is clogging the flow right by the pool impeller. And so a skimmer sock is a great way to prevent that from happening. It'll prevent the dog hair from passing through the skimmer basket into your pump. If you have a suction side cleaner connected to your pool, I highly recommend a canister to trap all the dog hair, especially a canister with a mesh bag. I would definitely recommend having that connected to your your suction cleaner because that dog hair 
will get right through, will be sucked up by the cleaner and go right into the pump basket, clogging it up also. So the main thing you have to be aware of is keeping the dog hair out of the pump basket. I've heard different analogies. Some people say one dog swimming is like having 10 people in the pool. Regardless of any of those kind of applications, the dog is definitely going to cause some chemistry issues in your pool. So you want to make sure that you maintain a high chlorine level. If you have dogs swimming in the pool, I definitely would recommend 5 parts per million. Then you can use an enhancer, like the enzyme would be one good one to use. And if you really wanted to eliminate a lot of the water quality issues with the dog swimming in there, I would add borates to the pool to bring it to 30 to 50 parts per million. You can also use a pool RX, but just be aware that in the first week or two, if you have a dog with um, maybe a golden retriever with more of a tan color, the minerals in the pool RX could turn a dog's hair green. Typically, you want to wait a week or so after adding the pool RX before the dog uses the pool, but the pool RX is definitely a great way to enhance the chlorine in the pool with the dog swimming in it, along with the borates also. You don't have to use both in conjunction. You would use either or, and you definitely would want to use an enzyme to prevent a lot of the scum that is in the pool with the dog swimming in it. And you may want to clean your filter a lot more often with the dog swimming in it. So if you have a cartridge filter, clean that more often. With a D filter, you want to backwash it more often just to make sure that the pool has good flow and good circulation. So switching gears a little bit here, let me talk about if a dog waste gets in the pool. A lot of times if the dog goes to the bathroom on the pool deck, the dog waste will roll into the pool and this of course will lead to contamination of the pool water. The protocol is pretty simple. You want to use your leaf rake or net to scoop out the remaining waste out of the pool water. And then if you can vacuum out that portion of the waste, if you have a sand filter or a D filter with a multi-port valve, you can vacuum the waste. When I had my dog, she was very ill at the end of her life. She would poop sometimes near the pool. Unfortunately, some of it would get into the water. I used my portable pump to vacuum it out. That way I didn't have to worry about it because I have a cartridge filter. Um, you don't have to go to that extreme, but I am pretty much paranoid about things like that. Then you want to shock your pool, bring it to a shock level of 10 parts per million. And I would recommend running your pool 24 hours. That way you know for sure all of that's filtered out. And then a moratorium on using the pool. I would wait at least two days. In my opinion, that's pretty much long enough with the pool running as long as possible during that time, keeping the chlorine level really high in your pool at 5 to 10 parts per million. And for me, I think it's safe after that point. You want to try to take as much precaution around your pool area to keep the dog from going to the bathroom on your deck. So if you can fence it off, that'd be a great way to keep the dog out of that area. Or train your dog to go to the bathroom on the grass or keep it in the kennel while you have the pool open to prevent that from happening. Because prevention is probably the, the best thing you can do besides having to clean the pool and having to go through all the process of shocking it and running the pool because some waste got in there. If you can prevent it from happening, that's probably the better way to do it. And if you have multiple dogs, you'll have multiple issues with that. But you definitely want to prevent any waste from getting in the pool because that could be definitely hazardous to any human swimmers in there. I'm not sure if it affects the dogs as much, but it definitely presents a health issue or health concern for any people swimming in the pool if dog waste were to get in there. And then, of course, small dogs, I mentioned in the beginning, they could drown. So you want to make sure that you have the proper gates if you have a small dog. Don't assume that the dog can swim and get out of the pool. 
a lot of times the dog will get disoriented in the water, not know where the step area is at. Even if you train the dog to come to the step area, it's always a good idea that if the dog is small, like a chihuahua or a terrier type size dog, to have some kind of barrier so it can't go into the pool. Because I've had several dogs on my route drown. Unfortunately, they couldn't find the step area and they can't get out of the pool from the coping of the pool because they can't get their legs up there to get out or pull themselves out of the pool. So definitely take some precautions with those little dogs around the pool. You wouldn't want them to drown in the pool. It's pretty tragic. So let's say you do pool service for a living and you run into some aggressive dogs in your route. I would really highly consider dropping any service accounts with an aggressive dog. Why you may say, you know, the customer locks it up or has it in the house. I'm pretty safe back there with an aggressive dog as long as they take the proper precautions and lock the dog up. I've had several guys in the group. You may take all the precautions you can think of as a homeowner, but maybe your you know, son or daughter opens the door to go into the backyard and a dog runs out there past them and attacks the pool service guy or gal out there in the back. This has happened to members of the group. Happened to myself. I've had an occasion where a customer forgot I was back there and let the dog out before I left. That was not a good situation. So if the dog is really aggressive on the account and the customer has to put him away every week you're there, I would consider that a hazard for yourself and for your safety, and I probably wouldn't service that account. Now, there are a lot of borderline dogs like boxers and other dogs that are very territorial like Australian Shepherds, and for me... I don't really see these as quote-unquote aggressive dogs. They're very territorial, and so they don't want you back there. So what I do is I carry a device called the Dog Dazer 2. I got it off of Amazon, and basically it's an ultrasonic device, like a almost like a garage door opener size. And when you push the button, the ultrasonic sound comes out of it, and the dogs don't like it. Most dogs will back away from you or leave the area. Uh, my son can actually hear the, the noise. He's 12. And little kids can hear it. I can't hear it at my age, but dogs can definitely hear it. And they do not like it. So I carry the dog dazer too. For those borderline dogs where they're not really aggressive, they're just not happy with you back there. I doubt if the, you know, the boxers out there that I service the route with would actually attack me. But I don't take any chances. I have the dog dazer to keep them away from me. Same with the Australian Shepherds that may be aggressive. And for me, I think those dogs are fine. As long as you have the way to handle them, I also give them treats, and they usually back away with a chew treat that'll take them a good part of the time I'm back there to chew through. And of course, on my keychain, I also carry a small canister of mace in case I run into a dog on the street. I've been almost attacked by a dog just getting in my truck on a public street. Someone had let their pit bulls out. And they almost attacked me. I mean, I had my knee pads on. I was using that as my defense. And then the owner came out and called them. The police came out, the canine unit. It was a real big mess. And the, and the, the owner of the dogs wasn't very pleasant anyway to begin with. So that was a whole other story. But I had I have the mace now that I carry on my keychain in case I ever need it. And definitely need to have all these protections if you're working out there with dogs. Even if you're not in the backyard, a neighbor dog could come out or get out and try to attack you while you're coming from your truck, walking in the street. It's happened to me, and so I have the mace, I have the dog dazer too, and I make a note not to do any service accounts that have dogs that need to be locked up, because you just don't want to take any chances with aggressive dogs 
if they're locked up or if they're in the house, there's a good chance they're going to get out and try to attack you. So definitely try those devices I mentioned, Dog Dazer 2, and carry that mace with you on your keychain. You can get that on Amazon too, the little mace you clip on your keychain. I feel more comfortable having that on. I keep it on my, I used to keep it on my vacuum card also, um, but definitely have one on your keychain so that you have some kind of defense out there if a dog ever comes after you aggressively. If you go to my website, swimmingperlearning.com, I have a webpage on the Dog Dazer 2. You can just scroll over to pool products, not technically a pool product, but scroll down and you'll see the link to purchase a Dog Dazer 2. It won't work on dogs that are hard of hearing, so keep that in mind. I had a really old boxer on my route. You can see it in the video where it can't hear the noise, but most dogs can hear it and they don't like it. There's probably other units that are more powerful that you can also purchase there, but I do have a link on my site for that. And then if you're in the industry and you want more one-on-one help with your business, or you're starting out, or you want to enhance your business, check out my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.